welcome to Making It in Nashville, a podcast where you get to hear the stories behind some of your favorite artists and businesses here in town. Each episode, we interview a different local Asheville-ian. We work to uncover how they are making it in Asheville and find actionable insights that you can then apply to your own work and life. And in this episode, it's a special episode, we're going to recap all of season four, which was 12 interviews. So this episode is a little bit different, but probably even better. We like to call it a, like a poo-poo platter, a sampler round, appetizer <laughs> Poo-poo course. platter always sounds so weird. I am, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you get to taste a little bit of everything from this season rather than commit to just one. And we are your hosts. The first voice you heard was Sarah's I Am Tony, and we are a husband and wife team that moved to Asheville in May of 2019. Since then, we set out to answer one question, and that was, how do you make it in Asheville? We thought that a good way to try and answer that question would be to have conversations with business owners, entrepreneurs, artists, creatives from town, and really ask them what they're doing for work and to make ends meet, but also how they're making it. And so this is the podcast that was born of that uh, dream, and we're excited to be at episode 62 with you. I can't help but think of the, oh, it's, never mind. I was thinking of the song when I'm 64, but I was like, when I'm 62, <laughs> in my head, and then I realized that it's actually 64. Anyways, episode 62, holy moly. Um, this season was a crazy season because of coronavirus and everything else that was going on. And it was uh, also brought to you by our <laughs> season sponsor, Range Urgent Care. If you haven't heard of us speak about Range Urgent Care, well, allow me to give you the quick talking points. Range is a, I will call them revolutionary urgent care facility right here in our backyard. And that's backyard both if you're in Asheville proper or Black Mountain now. They have two locations and they are doing urgent care in a way that I've never seen it done before. What does that mean, Tony? You're being very uh, <laughs> unclear. Well, it means that you can uh, schedule ahead online and, and, and book a time, and that time is respected. So if you have an uh, appointment at 3, walk in at 3, and you will be seen. That's amazing. Or you can have virtual uh, visits with doctors, and uh, you know exactly how much you're going to pay. So each visit to Range Urgent Care is either uh, $150, $149, or you're paying an annual subscription membership fee, and that subscription membership fee starts at $30 a month. Uh, if you, Because you are a Making It in Asheville listener, you get your first month of an annual subscription free. Uh, all you have to do is visit makingitinashville.com forward slash range. You can learn more about the special offer for you, our listener. Uh, and you can also learn more about range. Great. Thank you. Now, Sarah was saying that this season was crazy, and it was. Banana season. But we yeah. had to change. We were, we were thinking about doing video before this whole season started, and then we were kind of thrown into it because all of our interviews suddenly became virtual, and had video with them yes. through Zoom calls. So yeah. that was that was an upside of all of this, I would say. Yeah, we jumped ahead a quarter. We were we were planning to do videos in in Q three, the second half of the year. Um, but our first, so what we're going to do in this episode to give you some context and also to, to set the stage, we're going to put two minutes into each episode of the season and try and keep it fast, keep it tight, keep it interesting, talk about the high, highlights that, you know, stand out to us and would probably be interesting to you. Um, but we're, you know, going to move fast. What we, you should know is yeah. that we're going to have a show notes page mm -hmm. for this episode, making it in Asheville.com forward slash zero six two where we'll have links to all of the things that we talk about all of the episodes of the season exactly 
and this is again a great episode if you uh haven't listened to all the episodes of the season and you just kind of want to get a sampler of what happened in this season and then you can go back and listen to the full episodes that you think are the most interesting so let's get started perfect i am going to pull up a handy dandy stopwatch feature on my phone so that we can see it in digital i feel like this is always like a uh, game. It, like it feels a, like a game a race to me. or something. Right. So stop <laughs> Um Cool. And as Sarah was kind of alluding to, right, this first interview came literally right when coronavirus really started. We were supposed to sit. Oh, let's just tell it as part of the story. Timer starts now. So uh, episode 50 came out on April 7th, and we interviewed Nick Dotson of Broken Helm. And we actually came across Nick because he is a fellow, uh, I will say podcaster, but he's really more than that. He has a media production company. And in particular, uh, this media production company works with former addicts to help them uh, find an outlet to create, whether that's through podcasts or through creating videos or other forms of art and media. Yeah, it's honestly fantastic. We uh, sat down with Nick to record so before recording this episode we were on nick's broken helm podcast so uh he's got a so much fun yeah he's got a media company called broken helm they do all sorts of uh media production whether it's as sarah said music or uh podcast so we went to his studio sat down was a guest on one of uh his organization's shows and it was so fun so interesting and the show, we, the show is called no clue show the by no the way clue, yeah, which yeah. is perfect for us because we really have no clue what we're doing half the time um, it was so much fun. We it, it was so much fun to be on the other side of the mic, first of all, but also they were just highly entertaining. So yeah. definitely go check out, yeah, check out that check episode. Out no no clue show. <laughs> um, but but the next week we were planning to sit down with Nick, record all of our previous episodes had been recorded on location. We were scheduled to sit down with Nick at his home. And it was like the day that coronavirus became a very real thing in Asheville for the first time and and places were shutting down. And so we we scrapped it. We were like kind of ahead of the eight ball on that, said, you know what, maybe we just do it virtually. And so Nick Dotson was our first video uh, podcast guest. And it was a wonderful conversation. The work that he's doing, I think, is tremendous. There's a future there that is um, something that I can really subscribe to. And he works, again, with... Uh, addicts that you know still identify as addicts, um, but mostly people who have been through treatments in some form or another, and it's fantastic. Broken Helm, Nick Dotson, two minutes. We will reset the clock and tell you about episode fifty-one. Awesome, yeah. Episode fifty-one was with uh, Marilyn Ball, and she is the host of the Speaking of Travel podcast. And she's also the author of The Rise of Asheville, which is sort of a historical point of view of uh, how Asheville came to be where it is today, particularly from, I would say, a a business point of view. Yeah. And one of the things that we said, because we we sat down, obviously, with Marilyn at the very beginning of this COVID uh, experience was, uh, what does Asheville look like today relative to when you moved here, you know, a little over 30 years ago? Um, And she she highlighted some of these like really interesting similarities where there were, you know, uh, I don't remember the exact language. It was maybe like the thousand, like the active thousand, the Asheville 1000, Asheville 1000, where like these people were just super, uh, committed to, to seeing positive change in the community. And, you know, it's been what, two months since this episode. And it feels like even more than ever, perhaps that there's 
similarities in place. And I'm so inspired by what I'm seeing in the community of these people who are like super advocates and super, um, you know, community organizers. And I think this episode just gives a very interesting history of Asheville from an uh, insider's perspective. But also Marilyn Bell has a badass podcast called Speaking of Travel. Yeah, she does. She is um, a part of iHeartRadio. Yep. Um, and she has interviewed, she has been in the podcasting world like way longer than most of us have. Um, she's been doing this for a long, long time and it really has, has a fantastic show. And she also has a new show and I can't remember the name of it, but oh, she's doing it with her granddaughter and it's amazing. It's like a podcast between this grandmother and her granddaughter and like the commentating on yeah. what's going on in the world. Anyways, she's a fantastic woman. Um, and it, like Tony said, this is a great episode to kind of get a little bit of a glimpse into the history of Asheville, which we found really really helpful and and looking forward perfect and that was two minutes and we will go on to episode 52 of the making it in Asheville podcast with the founders of moonlight makers perfect yeah moonlight makers um this is claire and nicole we i think anyone who comes to Asheville, um whether it's your first time or you're you're visiting you you can't help but come across Moonlight Makers yeah. t-shirts and totes. They just have these really funny, cute like puns and sayings on them. Um, and they're everywhere. And they're not just in Asheville. They're actually uh, selling through Amazon and all these other uh, stores, retail shops in Asheville. So they're pretty well known. And you, you sort of can't miss them when you come into town and your goal, let's say, for most people as they come into town for the first time is like, I'm going to check out the downtown. I'm going to do whatever I can to check out the downtown. And their their location is right on Rankin and Walnut. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's an amazing story of, you know, they started as something fundamentally different than like a t-shirt company today so in the intro to that episode i remember being like and tell us about what you do and they're like we're a t-shirt company and we're like that's how you describe all of the things <laughs> so much more that than you just do. a t-shirt company but yeah they're i mean their story from like they were just like we we're you know moms and we just wanted to like figure out a business to start together and they had this other idea which we don't want to go into too much detail but it was totally different from what they're doing now yeah um and they've just they've exploded i yeah. would say and, and really transformed from a micro etsy store to a personal like uh you know internal brand where they make all of the designs themselves uh even we so we just recently created a t-shirt and we had it designed and screen printed through uh moonlight maker so there's so much that they're doing uh and they are the sweetest hearts and they're uh because it was you know the very beginning of quarantine the episode is recorded and they're in different spaces and we did the best we could with uh audio and the tech (laughs) and it was so much fun so please enjoy that episode episode uh 52 with the founders of moonlight makers and now for episode 53 ooh, this is a very special episode because this was actually with range urgent care who was our season four sponsor you might remember them from the first couple minutes of the episode when we gave the, <laughs> the sponsor shout lights. So, so Stephanie and Matt also, they represent, I think, the first married couple that we've interviewed or uh, one of? No, they, I think they're the second we interviewed um, Dean and Lisa from Atlas Branding uh, yes. before that. But yeah, this is one of the few married couples that we got to interview that are in the business together, which is always really fun for us because Tony and I are married and we work together. So getting to talk with another couple about how they do things is always very interesting. Yes, we are honestly like there are so many things about what what they're up to that I, I find inspiring. Um, 
and and the the standout that I remember from this episode is just how much we talked about thinking from first principles and the idea of trying to create businesses in spaces that are yes interesting to you but also would be call it orders of magnitude different than what anybody else is doing. I can't say yet (laughs) that making it a natural podcast or our business, making it creative are orders of magnitude different than anyone's, uh, what anyone else is up to in marketing space or podcasting space. Um, and that's why I think that I am so like fascinated and enamored by what they're doing at range because it is so different from all of the, uh, alternatives in the, in the space. Yeah, they're they're they really um, took, you know, urgent care type of of healthcare and stripped it down and said, well, you know, why do we wear scrubs? Why don't we wear something different? Or why do we have to uh, have like a waiting room? Where people have to wait. Like, why can't we just have an appointment and be on time? So, like, just really taking those simple things um, and those those main problem areas where I think a lot of customers have. Uh, uh, problems with when they go to urgent care and and make them better and different i love it and that was two minutes on the dot i'm resetting the clock and we're moving to episode 54 with jeff kaplan of venture Asheville. so jeff cap kaplan is is historically a tour de force if you've not <laughs> met jeff kaplan at an event in town yet um, he's got spunk is what we always I used, say <laughs> i used spunk and jeff was like ah, is that the word you use for me and i was uh, you know he's just energy is at 11 and um i would call of maybe of all of the guests so far on the show of which we've had 45 i just counted today mm-hmm. um i think he is about as central of a a, of a, I don't know, person or in terms of the network that we're seeing, the spider web of connectivity in town. Jeff Kaplan is perhaps as connected or just as central as anyone that we've met yet. Yeah. Um, and his, you know, Rolodex to place people in businesses and, and co- community is, I, I find, very impressive. And we talked about more than just his role at Venture Asheville. What did we talk about? Yeah, well, and a little bit of background. Venture Asheville is sort of a part of the Asheville's Chamber of Commerce, and they help uh, startup businesses get off the ground here in Asheville and help them really accelerate. Um, Jeff has a, an incredible background in just studying entrepreneurship. He um, basically went to school for this and has done many, many studies um, and, and many you know, jobs within this field. He's been an entrepreneur himself uh, more than once, I think yeah. two or three times. He told us about his different business ideas. That had, an, had an exit with uh, some some wordplay about dogs. I can't remember what it was. Puppy finder with that friend. F-P-H-R. Yeah, I know. A lot yeah. of just really cool ideas. So he, he um, we talked a lot about, you know, what are the core competencies of successful entrepreneurs, which mm-hmm. I think is perhaps one of the most interesting things that we talked about in this episode, um, because it really does give the insight for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Like what, what are the qualities? What are the characteristics that have worked for other people? Yeah. And I would go and my my take on the episode is just we got more insight into the ways that Asheville Chamber of Commerce is working to, you know, be supportive of the small business community here in Asheville. So there's different branches inside of the Chamber of Commerce we learned about. In this one, there are what stand out are three types of ways that uh, businesses can evolve inside of the Asheville uh, Chamber of Commerce Venture Asheville uh, umbrella 
starting from the Asheville Impact Micro Grant, which if you're in present tense, uh, you know, listening to this, they just started handing out the checks from the micro grant uh, in the last couple of days. So this is an exciting uh, episode and informative episode, both in theory and in practice uh, for local business owners. We went a little over two minutes. That's a lot to say about Jeff Kaplan. (laughs) Okay, so moving on. uh, Episode 55 was with Luke McLaughlin of Holistic Survival School. Yeah, and so Luke um, is a television star by accident. And and Luke, I mean, the truth. So Luke has been on a a television show called Naked and Afraid uh, three times Mm -hmm. and has done exceptionally well. And Luke has a... Uh, survival school and um, let's just call it a school here in Asheville and he teaches you know ancestral skills that he has come upon and like practiced in a very profound and deep way his story of you know growing up what I'll loosely say as normal uh, and and I guess answering this call um, and watching that progression happen over the years, uh, I find very fascinating. Yeah. And, and I think, um, the thing that really struck me here was just how passionate Luke is about trying to show people how to remember what it really means to be human. So to really go back to our basic needs, to strip down of all the technology and the day-to-day work, um, and to, to reconnect with yourself and with nature. Yeah, we, we there were the three re's from this episode, right? So it was the relearning, remembering, and rewilding. Um, and I found that his passion for this, for teaching and for experience, is just so it feels so real and so deep and so powerful um, that it 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 moved me in the conversation. And um, I. I really look forward to one day visiting his his like campus, his grounds uh, here in Asheville, and getting to getting to learn with and and, and from him. Um, it was a fantastic episode, and also Sarah got to talk about her favorite movie of perhaps the last twelve weeks, which was Crudes, uh, DreamWorks <laughs> film called The Crudes. Uh, but that that is two minutes, and that was our episode with Luke McLaughlin of uh, Holistic Survival School. Our next episode, episode 56, came out on May 19th, and we were joined by Obi Morgan, founder of Capital at Play. So again, this is kind of one of those things that, um, you know, I think even if you just visit Asheville once, you will likely come across a Capital at Play magazine somewhere in Mm -hmm. some Asheville store or restaurant or museum or whatever it is. Um, I know that we did when we first came to Asheville. So this was really exciting to be able to sit down with the man who founded Capital at Play um, and understand the story of how it all happened, how he did it, and how it's evolved over the years. Yeah, and the soundbite that we're, you know, we call this episode on blind ambition. And part of that is because Obi graduated from college and started Capital at Play. Yeah. Like that's a crazy, you know, air quotes, first job. Um, and so asking questions about what it was like selling those first ads, what was it like, you know, finding ha- a printer, finding a printer, <laughs> having this vision and uh, just executing it. And the conversation I found was very positive and, and optimistic and powerful. And uh, there's a clear overlap in, you know, uh, 
10 years ago, let's say, starting something in print. And today, you know, we, we have this tiny media company that we're calling Making It in Asheville. And so um, at least for us, there was a, a very clear uh, overlap of his story and where we think we might be going. Yeah. Anything else? Cool. We saved a couple. We're taking back. We're making up for missed time on some of those. It's other not ones. a race. We're it's well, not. I'm trying to respect the two minute, uh, two minute shot Tony's clock. Tony's so serious I about do. the two minute. I care about this like, shot clock. I, I oh told people we were going to take. Go on. If we're done, it's done. All right. Episode 57. Molly Dingledine. Sarah, tell us about her. Yes. So um, Molly Dingledine is a jeweler here in Asheville. She makes uh, handmade, incredibly like. Um, I would say intentional designed and well-crafted jewelry that are very, um, you have a lot of, I would say nature inspired pieces, absolutely beautiful. Um, but really what we, I would say mostly talked about in this episode was, um, or or we also talked about in this episode was her new nonprofit that she recently founded called sisters in circles. And this is a community of women that at least right now have come together to make hand sew masks, face masks to help people with the coronavirus. And then they take the funds from um, the, their sales and give them back to communities of women that need help. It's, uh, it's a beautiful story for so many reasons. Molly is just, you can feel her energy. So like grounding and powerful and calming. Um, and I think that the, the, two businesses that we get to talk about with her, how fundamentally different they are. Um, and how like one is sort of, you know, work alone, create a beautiful product on your own. The other is like, there's already 12 people or probably more at this point that are working in the team and, and managing people and communication, talking through those two fundamentally different businesses with her. Um, very exciting for me. Very, um, you know, I, I, I see that as something that would be so hard and interesting that... Um, well, in particular, we talked a little bit about what it was like for her to go from um, working by herself as an artist, right? Maybe managing just a few people here and there that help her create her jewelry to silently managing a team of like, I think, over a dozen different women um, in this nonprofit and how that those are so different and, and how it's changed so much. Yeah. So wonderful episode. Uh, the masks are beautiful as well. The jewelry is beautiful. Uh, please do check out episode 57 with Molly. And episode 58 was... Oh, was with Sarah Jane Case, um, who I think if you're on Instagram, you probably know her. Um, she, I would say, is an influencer on Instagram. She also founded the Instagram account called Enneagram and Coffee, which has hundreds and thousands of followers um, she recently published a book called The Honest Enneagram, and she has a um, a coaching sort of experience called The Brave Collective as well. Yeah, and uh, you'll learn this if you listen to this episode. Sarah is very, very interested in Enneagrams. Yes. Um, and so getting... The Sarah. <laughs> well, it's not that Sarah. Sarah Jane too. <laughs> Sarah, uh, co-host and, and brains of this <laughs> operation, is a huge Enneagram uh, enthusiast. And so getting to sit down with uh, Sarah Jane and... Um, well, and if you don't know what the Enneagram is, I, I oh, think it's just, just like yeah. a quick little thing. It's like, it's a model that defines sort of eight different 
personality types or personality tendencies that people tend to have. And so you, you are typically typed as one of those numbers. Um, and there's way more I could go into, but that's the gist. Yeah. And I'll say like, it's traditionally you would hear things like, uh, personality types and you would hear things like yeah. Myers-Briggs. Um, and so what I learned, cause I'm not as into the Enneagram, uh, but am, more now after having this conversation is um is that what enneagram attempts to do is understand your motivations like the reason for why you want to do things not just are you introverted or extroverted are you um you know whatever else is in the and uh the myers-briggs i don't even remember anymore uh but it, it tries to unpack the reason why you do some things but also in this conversation we go beyond the enneagram we talk about business in general we talk about marketing in general we talk about um, what it was like for Sarah to write a book, writing a her book. first book, um, and also some content strategy because Sarah is truly an expert of creating Instagram, like successful Instagram accounts. So she shares a little bit of insight of how she does that and what things work for her. Perfect. Episode 59 with Jazz Uriaz. Oh my goodness. I was just on with Jazz saying that we're, we still have his song on uh, repeat. So uh, we published or we recorded this episode the day that jazz released a new track with his uh project band called two coyote jazz is an artist 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 living in Asheville. he makes music he's played drums his like entire life he takes incredible photos he's been published in vogue italia um and he's just a beautiful soul yeah so we learned a lot about what it was like um for him to learn how to play music growing up, which wasn't, I would say, the traditional way um, he he was in. Which is, I mean, traditional way in so much Like as, classically trained, like going to a teacher or going joining yeah. like a, a, a band class at school, which maybe he did, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I just mean to say the way I learned music was exactly. by a teacher teaching me how to read the notes and like I had recitals and yeah. stuff like that. And that that's not what Jazz went yeah. through. He really, f- I think... It's feels it, music. Feels it's, it. Exactly. It's in him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, he uh, lived in New York. He grew up in uh, South Carolina. He's been in Asheville for a little under 10 years at this point. And so hearing the story of this career musician, you know, transitioning towards a uh, a role in a, in a music project where he's now not just behind a drum kit, he's the front man. And what has that been like for him? And what is what is it like releasing a song called touch which is omg there is it's it's a it's great b it's like our summer song right now and c it's you know it's risk it's a little risque there's some there's some very real energy in that song makes me a little hot makes me a little bothered and i love it so uh that is (laughs) that is episode 59 jazz here as we uh we have links to the the music and to this episode all on our website and in the show notes uh, but do support local music, uh, and I think that you'll get earwormed much like we were. Episode 60, Aisha Adams. I'm resetting the clock. Uh, this episode was powerful, I'd say, in, in a word. Aisha is up to a ton in Asheville. Yeah, yeah. Um, she is a speaker, an author, a coach, an influencer, a blogger. And probably a million other things that I uh, don't know about or haven't said. <laughs> um, but And she might have said the most powerful sentence, I think, of the entire uh, season 
which was in the final minutes of every episode, we say, and where can people find you, right? And her response to that was, you can find me anywhere uh, in town where people are working to build a better community. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And, and she <laughs> is so real. And so the, the, the primary things that stand out when I think Aisha Adams are two. One is equity over everything. Um, if you haven't seen that shirt in town yet, they're available for sale at the Chamber of Commerce. Also, her website, Equity Over Everything. Um, and the other is this, uh, this program with... Uh, what is it called, Ryan? Uh, Ed, not Lenore Ed. Ryan. Lenore, I want to say University. Edna Ryan, the, mm-hmm. the, this beverage company. Uh, but with Lenore Ryan, she has a um, inclusivity and diversity training program that we can take in Asheville. And so, like, as we interviewed her, they were finalizing that contract. It's now live, and we're so excited to share. Yeah, I think another thing that I really appreciated in this episode um, was Aisha sharing her five ways that businesses can show their support and show that Black Lives Matter beyond just posting on social media. And so this was a really, really timely episode um, with everything that's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and it was a very, I think, insightful, resourceful episode. And so we're, we're incredibly thankful for Aisha for coming on and, and sharing those resources um and tips with us and and honestly feel privileged to be able to amplify the message so uh episode 60 aisha adams please do check it out and then for our last interview of season 14 uh our what we called father's day episode it came out the tuesday following father's day a lot of fathers get father's day presents late so this is you know loosely our our father's day episode uh but keenan lake is a, uh, the word Sarah used to describe it was just like driven. Um, he, it is incredible to see what has happened in the program that, uh, Keenan started, which is called my daddy taught me that over the last eight years to go from a couple of kids who would show up to an after school program to almost a hundred, um, from a, it was a, it was a like semester long program, three months, 90 day thing to year long, nonstop, yeah. organization it is tremendous and he does it as a second full-time job outside of being a uh social worker in the greater Buncombe area yeah and i think the thing that i love most about keenan and and his story is that as a social worker he saw that there was an issue um or that there, that there, there needed to be help for um young men of single parent households who lacked a father figure in their lives. So they didn't have, you know, anyone to talk to or any sort of leadership or mentorship in their lives. And so, um, you know, rather than just say, well, that's the way it is, he actually did something about it and started this program. And that's really what it is. Um, they bring on mentors, there's programming to, um, visit other places, museums, cities, um, education. They even have things where they feed, um, these kids, at least once a week during their meetings. So it's a it's a fantastic program. And again, Keenan does this all on a volunteer basis. All of the staff are volunteers. Um, so they're they're working on sheer energy with this, which I think is incredibly inspiring. Yeah, it's tremendous. And uh, the name my daddy taught me that was, uh, and the program started as a article. The article expanded into a book and the book became this program. And the program, uh, we're, I mean, we can see it happening, but this program... Uh, is currently just in Asheville, but will 
more than likely end up showing up in cities around the region and then maybe around the country as well, um, all in on the work that uh, Keenan Lake is doing with my daddy taught me that, and then his, his wife is doing with my sister taught me that. So what a beautiful organization, one that we're proud uh, to have told a part of the story with. And that was a 12-episode, inter- 12-interview episode season of season four. This is uh, the final episode of season four, and it is, let's just say, a uh, beginning of perhaps a new era of making it making it in Asheville. Sarah, do you want to uh, explain a little bit about what might be changing in our small little world? Yes, some very very exciting news. Uh, Tony and I are officially moving out of our uh, living room studio slash office slash home space and moving into a real office space and are hoping to create our own little mini making it a Nashville studio. Yes. And so uh, the next episode uh, will likely not have the same. So shout out to our YouTube fans, followers uh, and subscribers, but will not have the same uh, background aesthetic. Uh, We'll likely be in a very empty, but, uh, but warm and welcoming office space. And so we'll be uh, moving out of here and into downtown Asheville. And uh, we are so excited to continue to interview uh, community members here in Asheville. We have a list for season five and conversation started and we're excited about uh, the makeup of, of season five in a way um, that is just, it, I mean, it's hard to contain. There's just, there's so many stories to tell in Asheville, and this is a particularly meaningful time to tell the most important ones that we can. And so thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast, to uh, support the podcast with likes and subscribes and uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us. We are 62 episodes in and feel like we are just getting started just getting the hang of this thing yeah for sure so um as always if you would like to have links or learn more about anything we talked about in this episode we have a show notes page at making forward slash zero six two it's just the episode number you can find links to everything and get connected to us there yep as i said a moment ago thank you for liking and subscribing to the podcast but i'll also say that if you are interested in the work that we're doing here and the stories that we're trying to tell about the community in our work to try and build a real community of making it a national community then we welcome you to join our email newsletter and you can find that at making it forward slash subscribe um, that's what where you will hear about things like our Monday Maker Mixer. This episode's coming out on a Tuesday. The Monday before it comes out, uh, we'll have gotten a group of people together for a, uh, a net, we'll loosely call it networking, but better than networking because it's not meant to be as icky, um, but just community building experience. This one will be outdoors, uh, you know, respecting, you know, six feet and, and quarantine rules, but, um, we have a really strong vision to try and pull together a entrepreneur and creator community here in Nashville. If you're interested in it, please again, visit making forward slash subscribe. And one more time, thank you to our sponsors, range urgent care for sponsoring this season and this episode. Uh, range urgent care is 
truly reimagining the way that urgent care is done. They have fantastic features such as virtual visits. Uh, you can schedule your appointment online and transparent pricing as well as subscription. So you can pay for an annual subscription, have a certain number of access to visits, all that stuff. Yeah. They have subscription plans for business, yes. family, and uh, individual. So no matter what your needs are, they uh, can help you there. Great news. We have one month free uh, for all of our making it in Asheville Even listeners. if you're a business, you could be the big, biggest business in town. Yeah, this, this could save you a lot of money. So uh, one month free, all you have to do is go to makingitinashville.com forward slash range. Click on any of the links there to learn more. You can also use the coupon code making it in Asheville during your checkout process on the range urgent care website. And uh, one last note. It, well, we keep saying one last, and there's another one, and there's another one, and there's another one. But uh, another note is that this episode is powered by Making It Creative. That is Sarah and my uh, marketing business. What we we loosely call marketing ends up being uh, a lot about working with small businesses, medium-sized businesses, uh, on understanding their business and attempting to create the highest value uh, marketing engine that we can. Sometimes that looks like email marketing. Sometimes that looks like revamping a website. Sometimes that looks like just improving sales processes because you, you know your website's not making you any money right now and it won't be no matter what we do in the near term. So let's just make your business stronger. Uh, it loosely looks like sales. Oftentimes is a combination of sales and marketing. Um, and what we'll say is if you're interested in just learning more about that, we welcome you to visit makingitcreative.com. Amazing. And lastly, if you or someone you know would like to be on the podcast, we are always looking for new guests. You can nominate them or yourself at makingitinashville.com forward slash podcast. We have a nifty little form there where you can fill out some more information about yourself so we can get to know you. And also we welcome you to come to our next Monday Maker Mixer event so that we can see you in person. Yep. Or face-to-face. -face. Masked, face-to-face, -face, whether it's virtual or uh, in person. We look forward to it. Uh, so, so crazy what's happened in the first half of 2020. Yeah, we keep saying we think aliens are going to come the next oh six months. But, but whatever, whatever the future holds, I, I, I want to say, and I'll be so bold as to say, uh, the Making It in Nashville podcast will carry on. We will continue, you know, asking people how they're doing, what they're doing, um, and supporting the community where we can. And so um, looking forward to whatever the back half of 2020 brings. Here's that. Bring it on, show universe. The show must go on. <laughs> the show must go on. <laughs> All right, and that's it. That's Making It in Nashville, episode 62. Sarah, high five. <laughs>